This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, Masters of Sex fans. This is the After Buzz recap of Episode 6, Two Cents. Yeah. A little bit of a punny title, I mm-hmm. guess, there. Uh, with me, I'm Will Link, I should say. <laughs> I'm back. I've been gone. I'm back. And uh, with me, as always, Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. Good evening. And Quinn Skilling. Hi, guys. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back after yeah, buzzing with you guys. Yeah, got the whole gang back together. Crew, no longer the masked hers of sex. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 had, I came up with that two weeks ago and kept forgetting to say it. And now, well, and now I've ruined it. Yeah, I've ruined it all. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, when, you'll go away for like Whatever. a week. We'll, we'll bring it back. Okay, yeah. right, I'll make sure before it's done. <laughs> yes. Um, well, this episode, uh, there's, there's kind of a theme that Bill mentions early on in this episode, I think, uh, about people slipping away. Mm-hmm. He notices that in in uh, Virginia slipping away from him, he says that he feels his son might be, and he is, but mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything about that. Yeah. And I don't think he knows to the extent of which Johnny is really slipping away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, think he necessarily cares no. enough about Johnny to notice and even our yeah. uh, two actors, oh, the actor and football, actress and football player, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. Isabel and Al, mm-hmm. uh, what's happening with their relationship. That's an interesting theme of, of this episode that we kind of get set up at the beginning because uh, Bill sees Dan Logan doing his tests with uh, Virginia. He sees them talking and seems very intimate, and he's starting to get a little jealous there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Logan is on the forefront of figuring this out. He's figuring out what... Uh, the scent behind the scent. They really yeah. made some strides in this episode. They did with the the gypsy moths coming into play mm-hmm. and the whole intro- introducing the the idea of pheromones as something that uh, works on humans and not just bugs. In this way that like the humans didn't even know that they were having yeah. a sexual response or 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 they were denying it. You know, they were mm-hmm. just, they they were saying one thing but their bodies were doing another. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that the concept of pheromones was something that they had only discovered, I guess, in the, the 60s. Then. Yeah, it's pretty new. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think. I would assume that that was something that 
I don't know because I guess because we're we weren't born in the 60s mm-hmm. so this has been something we've known about almost our entire lives yeah. so I thought that was actually just fascinating from you learn something new every day. Yeah. It's also interesting, um, just thinking about Bill, how Bill was like, but you, what you want to do is you want to trick people. You want to bottle something that's going to make people think that they're feeling a way that they're not feeling. And it's like, it's, it's faux. It's fraud. Yeah. It, that, I thought that scene was really interesting too, because what is the, I mean, now we're getting to like the morality of like perfume. Yeah. Then? I mean, it was really it, interesting it, it, because, you know, Virginia is still, you know, going to keep it all signed. She says, no, we're just, you know, seeing mm-hmm. what the human sexual response is. You know, that's what we're trying to figure out the, the link between scent and human sexual response. So she's still keeping it like all scientific. But, you know, Dan is like, he seems like a man who usually has like different motives. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And well, I mean, look, he's only in there as a way to make money anyway. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is a business move for him and, and And he's not a scientist like he said. Exactly. And Bill is getting more and more, you know, leery of him for personal reasons mm-hmm. now anyway. Mm-hmm. And we see him, I mean, he uh, there's also the big theme of a proper courtship in this episode. Yeah. Which is something that Dan is determined to give to Virginia. Mm-hmm. A proper courtship. A proper courtship. You're, you're a woman who deserves more than a cup of coffee in a lobby. Yeah. I think one interesting um, kind of through line that we've kind of had all season now that really was pretty loud this episode was this idea of fantasy versus reality. Because we've had a lot of this like idea of like orgasming, orgasming together is a fantasy that's not real. You know what I mean? And in this episode, we have kind of this like, you know, Al was looking up at Isabella being like, she's the fantasy that I want. And now we have this whole kind of thing with like this faux like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like, you know, with the with the perfume being kind of a fantasy and, like, not being real and stuff like that. So I think that was really interesting to kind of watch this kind of, like, the realities of partnership and then the fantasy of lust and, you know, all that stuff kind of see, like, the little well, yeah, it, differences there. There's always that kind of belief that in the beginning it, it is more of um, an illusion. You know, it's not, you know, the weird advice you get when you first start dating someone about, well, don't let them see this or you do this or mm-hmm. even the whole... I know, growing the up, honeymoon, putting the on honeymoon phase and, and stuff. Da, 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 yeah. and not, you know, getting up early to brush your teeth so that they don't get yeah. to work with your morning breath or something like that. <laughs> oh, dear God, not my morning breath. Yeah, right? It's just, I don't it's have just morning the, breath. I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's flawless. This is uh, how you woke up this morning. Yeah. It's just the, the, the whole idea that it's, that we want to believe that the, that it, but all those feelings that we feel are real, that they are true, and that, you know, they're long lasting. And that's not really, Love, that's just desire. I know. Long, <laughs> like, think about yeah. like long lasting. Like Bill and Virginia are so nervous about whether or not this is, you know, just through is this is this nature or is this nurture? What is this? Yeah. But they're still they still feel this desire for each other after all these years. You know what I mean? Well, and I I, I think Bill's speech in the elevator kind of kind of hit that, and I, I thought it was actually a really great moment for Bill just as a character because, you know, when Virginia was being. She, I think she was being a little hard on the process. Because look, mm-hmm. let's face it, there's no, it's not 
necessarily romantic to be returning to the lab because you can't go anywhere else at this it's point. It's very juvenile. Yeah. Where are we going to go? But at the same time, I thought she was being too hard on the whole situation of how they ended up coming together. Because, they, like you said, they wouldn't still be together this long. They wouldn't have... You know, like you said, the way you meet somebody isn't necessarily... And even through all yeah. of their scientific, Real. when, when yeah. they were like, when they were Thank putting, you. you know, all the wires on them, you know, for uh, season one, season mm-hmm. two, and like, you know, they were going through the paces and they were, you know, kind of like writing down, you know, all the stages of their sexual response and stuff. But there was always something else there, yeah. you know. It was more than just writing them down. I mean, it was, Maybe. it was sexy and it was, it was passionate, and I don't know. It, it's. Oh. I think it kind of spoke to um, just the the viewpoint that you know a lot of the times. People are having two very different experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with Isabella, she was having the experience of meeting this guy, and mm-hmm. feeling drawn to him, and he was having the feeling of wanting to conquer oh, this woman. Yeah, no, Isabella and Al. Oh, the, sorry, the I thought we were talking. Because I know, know the Tessa's the actress's name is Isabella, isn't it? Her real mm, no. The actress I think is Kristen. No, Tessa. the woman who plays Tessa. The, the girl. Oh, the, oh, is, oh, is yeah. oh Isabella play? Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just speaking. I only <laughs> sorry. speak in terms it's of okay. characters, but. They shouldn't cast people with names in the show. Yeah, that's, listen (laughs) up, casting directors. No, but it's just that, uh, the, they had two different experiences of, or ideas of how the relationship started. So true. And it's kind of a similar thing with, with Bill and Virginia. Virginia didn't have any type of real desire for Bill in the beginning. Like, if you really think back to season one, when they were having sex, she was thinking about it more from the, purely the whole point of it being a scientific thing to test and, and to research. And Bill was the one who had the feelings and the desire, yeah. and that's yeah. why he wanted to continue doing it. At the end of the season, he even showed up there at the end of the yeah. first season on her doorstep. And, yeah, and that's right. To confess these feelings, that she isn't going to confess she necessarily, the same time. She, didn't, she never really reciprocated the feelings as strongly as Bill did. And that's I think kind that's of like definitely true. a big issue, and I think a lot of relationships is that people are experiencing or in the relationship, experiencing two different levels of do you love. Think, yeah, do you think in, re- in, a, in every relationship is always one person who's always more into it? I think in a relationship that's going to inevitably end, yes. But <laughs> well, I, I think though, but, given times, even in relationships that's working, there might be somebody feeling it always time, a little bit yeah. more than the other. Yeah, it can come and go. And I think the reason why I was thinking you were talking about Tess is because mm-hmm. she obviously had a very different experience mm-hmm. than her whatever that guy's yeah. name was. So the the other thing that you know we're talking about Virginia. Not only does she is there a denial of maybe what this relationship really is? Because you're absolutely right about how it started. But at this point, as you were saying, years in, clearly those feelings have changed. But not only was she in a little bit of denial about their relationship and how it started, she even flat out denies ever putting on the uh, wires and stuff Mm -hmm. later to Dan. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's also too... To hide that. To hide the idea that... But I mean, even the idea that they could have been on their... By themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's true. So that's uh, you know Virginia and Bill's relationship. It really is at this big crossroads. You know, she by the end of the episode has gotten together with Dan. Yeah. They spent the night together. Um, well, maybe not the whole night. Maybe just a couple hours. That's true yes. because she does make it back home in time She's home to by see midnight. Tessa. Yeah. So from between nine and twelve. Yeah. And also, uh, I thought it was a great scene, and we had talked about this in episodes previously. The perils of 
of dealing with the fame mm. factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go to their old ho- hotel, what is it, Dr. Holden, to, yeah. to be Dr. and, and Mrs. Mrs. Holden. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to the concierge order and right away is completely recognized yeah. Yeah. as Bill Masters. Yeah. And she's Virginia Johnson. And I love how... Ex- abort mission, abort mission, let's get out yeah, here. He wants on that. I love how excited the the uh, concierge know. is yeah. about seeing them. That he's He owns the book. Yeah. And it's helping with his, with his marriage. Yeah. yeah. So until Virginia gets her parents out of there, yeah. they're, they're back to the lab for, mm-hmm. for sex. Although I I don't think I'm assuming I think that night they actually is the word that we would use for that the parent that's right the concierge cockblock yeah concierge and mom. mom and dad yeah, yeah well what's sitch. funny is that the mom isn't even trying to and we'll get to her but she's not even trying to cockblock she's just I know she's yeah. like doing the opposite she's like now kiss by <laughs> being so into the idea of them. She is she cock-blocking is She's making it the like, least sexy thing that you yeah. can do. And it's just, I think that all feeds into the whole thing that's going on with Virginia thinking about the relationship. And because she has such a tumultuous relationship with her mother, mm-hmm. is that the idea that the mom thinks this is a good idea probably in the back of Virginia says like no this oh, must not be a good idea then, then. This is the exact opposite yeah like I'm going to do the exact opposite and of my mother and that's probably what, what pushed her towards Dan too you know what yeah. I mean just something different even though I mean as far as we know Dan is married yes if Dan is married but okay. I think also Virginia is kind of attracted to the newness of things oh, you know yeah. it's not and I, I know people like that in my life who they don't really care much for what happens in the long term parts of relationships they care for the seduction and the butterflies the, the butterflies yeah. and the, and I the guess, desire and so I feel like Virginia to a certain extent the reason she kind of goes with Dan is, is because he offers that he offers um, a, he desires her he wants to seduce her he wants to take her out to dinner he doesn't think it's okay to, to sneak around or you know like have sex in a, in a lab they do go to a hotel room so she gets that kind of feeling that she can't really get with Bill anymore. Well, that's interesting because that's kind of like the more traditional way to go about it. And I feel like with uh, with uh, Virginia's mother being like so crazy traditional and mm-hmm. so like staunch in the old ways that you'd think that like Virginia would, would crave something that was well, like it's, non-conventional. It's still a, a courtship, but it's still twisted in that way. It he is, is married. Yeah. You know, it is yeah. like I said, it's like it's one more thing about, that's not right. Well, yeah. It's weird for such a traditional a woman who comes off so traditional that she's all in favor of Virginia breaking up a marriage. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she has no qualms with that. Because she, she has this illusion. Well, she has the fantasy that we were talking about before. And, and, but, there was a great line where he says, like, we all have the stories that we need to tell ourselves. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's Virginia's mother. Mm-hmm. The um, What else is great is, is that, yeah, it, I do think it so much is about the mother pushing her towards this guy. Because she asked Dan out the second after mm-hmm. the mother... Mm-hmm brought up the bill thing mm-hmm. and she the second mom gave the, her blessing about yeah. the bill thing Virginia was like literally never mind and this episode where the mother keeps pushing to the point where they have bill over for dinner and then they they leave to take the three month old baby out for ice cream I know. uh that's the episode that she does end up with Dan mm-hmm. then so yeah I, I think it's I don't necessarily think the mother is um so staunch on being like a traditional you know this is how things work. I think she's just kind of sexist against yeah. <laughs> like a liberated woman and wants her daughter to be protected and thinks that the only way that she can be protected and seen as like a, a kept woman mm-hmm. is to be with 
with Bill. Yeah. And that her current husband isn't doesn't fit the bill. <laughs> she she has very uh, strict ideas about gender roles. Yeah. This time. and we see that I mean, the hairstyle that she gave Tessa well, that's was yeah. we, ancient. That's where we really see in this episode her relationship with Tessa. Yeah. And previous to this. You know, we had talked about how Tessa is called the grandmother, and it seems like she was. I just like never was, thought it was going to be the grandmother that she she turned to because it did seem like she was kind of archaic and in, in her mindset. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess you know before we actually saw Grandma, we really didn't know where she was. Yeah. In terms of like. W- in terms of what she thought about Virginia's work, mm-hmm. in terms of how progressive a thinker she, we really didn't know anything until we actually met her. Because like going into this, I was like, oh, I really think Tessa is going to find a kindred spirit in her grandmother. Yeah, and that's not what happened. And this episode was the best example of that. Tessa wrote an essay that got printed in a magazine, and mm-hmm. this is the best connection we've seen so far to her being like her mother. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. mother wrote a book. Tessa feels compelled to write this essay, Mm -hmm. sends it in on a lark, she says. And the grandmother is so dismissive of it, because she looks at that magazine and she doesn't see this great thing that her granddaughter, she says, but we can get you this hairstyle and we can get you a boy. Like, we can, because it's all about that. It's all about attracting the men. And, you know, it worries me that we never got to this point, but if she did tell her grandmother what happened with the boy in the car whose name I can't remember, mm-hmm. but that the grandmother would, might be, oh, oh, that's just what you did. Yeah. But we commented on that, I yeah. think, a, a while ago, the, that the grandmother could be potentially be someone who's just like, well, that's just the way it is. Boys will like, be boys. You're at the service of a man. I, yeah. That's not an uncommon thing to hear, especially from women of that of that time. I think my mother is, to a certain extent, said that to me. Oh, that okay. I, I am... Sex is for the men. And I'm like, okay, mom. Oh, wow. No, I don't know about well, that. There you go. Yeah. I don't, I don't unfortunately believe you. But It was like weird. It was so weird to see, um, you know, Tess kind of have this like wonderful little academic achievement and then have grandma say, yeah, no, but this is what really yeah. matters. Focus That's on all what matters really matters. It's just your hairstyle and how attractive you come off to the opposite sex. <sighs> And so. we saw Tessa push back a little, just a little bit. She eventually agrees to the, the, the hairstyle. hairstyle. And when Virginia comes home mm-hmm. and sees that hairstyle and all the hairspray and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's the first real moment this season, or I guess ever, because that we see the two of them kind of bond for a second mm-hmm. over, like, uh, pain-in-the-ass grandma did mm-hmm. this, like... And Tessa's clearly just doing this to keep the grandmother happy, and that's when Virginia and and her mother have the big blowout fight, which was yeah. another standout scene. Uh, uh, Francis Fisher, who plays mm-hmm. him, did a fantastic job in mm-hmm. that, I thought. Yeah. Great moment. It was a really great moment, and... Um I think it was really it was really important that Tessa overheard it. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be such an important part in in terms of getting Tessa and Virginia to have a, a good relationship. I think it was derailed, unfortunately. Though yeah. you don't just think- by the end because if she saw. To uh, oh, no, oh, oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. 100%. And I, I, it's. It's just so frustrating because it does kind of talk about, it does kind of play into the whole idea that they are still people of their time and, and to have Virginia come home with her blouse like not done correctly, it does kind of make, in, in her, in Tessa's eyes at least, Virginia seem as, as like she's a mess, like she's a harlot or something like that. Do you think it's because it's a man or because it's Bill? 
is what bothers Tessa the most. That do you think the problem is she doesn't like that her mother's out there with some guy and maybe not spending time with her or I think in the home? Just or is any it guy, Bill? Bill especially, but the fact that it's just kind of when you have one person in your ear constantly saying that you have to preen and, and be this way for a man and that your life should only be about a man and then you have another woman who's saying well no you can be intelligent and smart and you can be whatever you want to be but p.s i'm like coming home with my shirt undone and i'm not mm-hmm. really my life doesn't seem put together she's getting too serious which, which, which wasn't even built that time exactly. which is what's funny but mm-hmm. tessa but as far as tessa know. knows and it's um, just growing up in that society the the dominant voice is this like a woman should behave this way and act this way and it is for the benefit of the man whereas virginia's voice is 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 the outlier you know it's not the the normal mm-hmm. thing and her life doesn't seem to be better for it. So Tessa may not want to be like her mother in the long run because of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about then what's going on with Bill's life mm. in this episode. Oof. Where Bill decides he's he's with Paul. And I was kind of surprised to see that he was spending time with Paul still because the last time I think we saw the two of them... Have, they had a moment that kind of petered out where yeah. uh, over the football cards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Where Paul was there. And, yeah, I mm-hmm. like Paul. I gotta say, I yeah. wasn't sure how I felt about him for a while, mm-hmm. but this episode kind of solidified that, like, you know, in, in terms of like all the, he's just he's just as you know morally in the same boat as like every other character mm-hmm. on the show, kind of just like doing his best. You know yeah. what I mean? So I I think that, um, and then kind of watching him kind of like really care about Johnny, you know? That, yeah. to me, was like, he's well, a he's good a, guy. He, he, he's a good coach. He's yeah. a good football coach. And the scene where Bill was kind of undermining him as the assistant coach right. and trying to put in uh, uh, Dennis, and Dennis, he didn't know it was didn't Dennis, know. and I put in the quarterback. You know, Paul was right. Like, you have to, people have to learn the rules, and if, you know, he Dennis had been late. This was his mm-hmm. punishment. He's not supposed to play, but Bill gets him in there anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I did like that scene where he was really showing how he cares about uh, uh, Johnny mm-hmm. on the on the team and stuff like that. Brought him home, was taking care of, him. and he was absolutely right that you can't. What was it, Molly Coddling? Molly you can't, Coddle, Molly, Molly Coddle, uh, the kid. <laughs> yeah, you got to let him go out there. And Libby was so. Yeah, Libby was like just vicious mama bear. Really this pissing me off. Like because she just Libby makes like the craziest choices yeah. to him. Okay, I, I wanted to get into more of Bill's questions, but maybe let's talk about Libby here because Libby. If there's ever been Libby, I, I think I said this to you, mm. Adrian, in the in the first episode we did from season one to at least the beginning of season three. No character. I didn't like Libby in season one with all the mm-hmm. like, you know, she'd call Bill like daddy and things like that, mm-hmm. and all these things that just felt so antiquated and weird. And then last season, she became like such this kind of more liberated woman and getting involved in the civil rights thing. And it was, it was, and now this episode, I feel like she is at peak crazy. Yeah. She is the beginning of this episode. We see her kind of having this confessional to, to joy. Mm-hmm. Which and didn't that was kind of like, oh my god, she's, she keeps talking to people who aren't listening. Like, no yeah. one's listening to me. Now literally she's talking yeah. to someone who cannot hear her. And she's telling her the story, but I think there was a very telling moment in that where she's, 
she basically said that it was that lie about getting pregnant that she feels is the moment that drove Bill, Bill away, away from her. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like I, I Maybe can't... Maybe that's just when she's just when she first started to notice it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'd have to replay season one of my head for yeah. a little while to think about, but I feel like she had lost Bill long before that. There wasn't much... Look, if you're... Husband... Even, this, the, the show starting off was... There was tension there already. It was like... Yeah, and he did not want to have a kid. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. had the separate beds there. Anytime you have that going on, there's already problems. Well, Libby, I think, always kind of was played as, at least in how I viewed her, as a trophy wife. She didn't. She wasn't a partner to Bill. She was somebody that was there that would cook his breakfast and his lunch and his dinner and make his bed when he left. And he still it, doesn't see her as an equal. No. Yeah, and she was never his equal. So when he met Virginia, for her to kind of take on the role of being a partner, you know, that he could have that kind of life with, I think that was much more appealing. I don't think he ever approached Libby from the stance of, like, this is somebody who's going to be my partner in life. This is just what I need to do because that's what the what the times call for. And a lot of that, yeah, exactly, because I yeah, feel Libby like Libby... really is, like, a sign of this. She's one of the she's clearest a, sign of the times yeah. on the show. She's a victim of her time. Yeah, she Because is. Libby went into this marriage thinking that that was fine and think mm-hmm. that's the way. And now, clearly, she's changed her way of thinking. Because even in this episode, you see him giving her crap when, when she goes, where were you? I have to be at work in an hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know... So she's still she she's yeah she's definitely a victim of her times and the interesting thing that she does in this episode is so she finds the key to the apartment that mm-hmm. Joy was going to live in that uh when she was leaving Paul mm-hmm. and she decides to go to this apartment and then along the way she decides not only just go to this apartment but she is going to basically live another life. She is going to be Joy now. Mm-hmm. And she's in this apartment and she goes there and well, takes and it, a bath. And it was funny because she did exactly what the snack mom sitting on yeah. the bench had told her not to do. Yeah. She's like, you want to go home, take a bath, they're all going to call you a bad mom. And you know what Libby did? She went <laughs> She yeah. took, went to someone's house and took a bath. <laughs> she well, went to, to be not Libby. Yeah. She went to go be not Libby, take a bath. And then I love the scene. I think we all kind of laughed a little bit when we saw when she's sitting at the table drinking the coffee and talking about ah this time of the day or whatever and the, yeah. the guy the super of the buildings there just mm-hmm. complete BS yeah like what she's saying and he and he knew too because didn't yeah. he like go like Mrs. Edley or whatever yeah, yeah. that was weird because I would assume that he the- had met Joy before and um, he's just letting right? this roll. And he's just letting oh, it roll. Well, that's... I mean, six months rent is already paid, so Whatever. why not let what's If that's what harm? she wants to do, what's the harm, I think, really? I think so, too. I think he must have been Because from the moment she said that like, I'm Joy, he was, was kind of like, like, no, you're yeah. not. Yeah, he see, but he never, like, well, why doesn't he outwardly, ju- I guess, does he just not care because it's paid for and it's fine? And what do I care? Somebody's I paying think, money to live here. Yeah. And who I cares think, who it is? And also, it's like pretty Libby. They well, yeah. they also kind of just it was, it was so brief. But when he he mentioned that he himself was divorced, I think that kind of was a way of saying like this is why he's okay with it. It's not he is someone who is also kind of living on the outside of what what's considered normal. You know, getting divorced in the sixties, shoot, getting divorced before the eighties was yeah. like what? There's also doing? a little bit of a warning sign too because he was like 
you know, I really feel bad about what it did to my t- children. And mm-hmm. Libby was like, my children are fine. Yeah. Where does he, where's the story, though, that where these children are at this time? Like her yeah. three. I expected her to say she didn't have kids when mm-hmm. he asked. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was really surprised that she, that she said she did. Because it feels like, again, a woman in the 60s is a lot more to explain where, like, where are the kids? And I think that's why they made that point of saying that he was divorced so that he would, it wouldn't, he wouldn't find that to be too odd. He would be more understanding of it. But if also, he also realizes that she's not who she says she is, and he probably is like, well, it was, she's yeah. just going home to her children after she does this anyway. It was, like, weird that that she was pretending to be someone else, but not fully. You know what I mean? She almost inhabited an entire different person, but she still was like, "I'm still a mother." Mm-hmm. She was very much. She was very much like lion uh, den mother in this episode. I feel like. I, I I mean I guess this is kind of a prediction, but since we're talking about it, I feel like she's just going though to more and more become joy, and mm-hmm. I think this might be the. I wouldn't be shocked. You mean if, she's going to become comatose? Yes, exactly. And she's just going to be in the apartment <laughs> yeah, all day. The super will come in yeah. and check on her. <laughs> uh, but she's going to become more like this other person. I think by the end of the season, maybe that'll be the thing. Like, Joy was somebody who was ready to leave her yeah. husband mm-hmm. and his apartment. And maybe by being in this apartment and being this place and living this life as this divorced woman, that this will give her the power necessarily to finally get herself out of this marriage. Yeah, she'll realize that she can do it, and that's it's okay. But what about Paul? Yes, well, then she goes back uh, home to find mm-hmm. Johnny, Paul had brought Johnny home, and this scene was painful, because when Paul is basically telling her not to mollycoddle uh, uh, Johnny... She decides not to mollycoddle him, him and... She let him have it. Tells him everything that Joy was... She was going to leave you, like you don't even know. She was trapped. She felt yeah. trapped. Yeah. She had a foot out the door. She had an apartment, boo. I wrote, Libby is crazy. Or is cray. When did I write that? When she was like yelling <laughs> at Johnny when yeah. she first walked in. And then when she started telling him about what his wife's plans were, I wrote, and awful. <laughs> Crazy. Like, I understand that she, and that's the thing with Libby, is that she gets, I get it. I, I tend to have outburst myself. But she goes I just too pictured far. her, did you see Inside Out? No. Oh, never mind. I just pictured I, her anger Inside Out. taking over the console yeah. at that point. Yeah. It's, it's just, she, she goes too far in moments where it's not necessary. It's like, you don't have to say yeah, that to that man feel, in that moment. I feel like she just needs these, she, she needs just, to feel powerful. Yeah, she, she just wants to so, annihilate She him. feels yeah. so, like, she feels like she's always the doormat. And, and this, she just needs to say, I have power and I can make you feel something. And it's yeah. everything that she should be saying to Belle. Yeah. Right now, directed towards Paul. And Paul, I mean, this hits him like a ton of bricks. Like, he is devastated. And he just kind of sheepishly walks out. And the next time we see him is when Libby goes to her apartment Mm -hmm. and finds Paul sitting there. Mm -hmm. So I guess he found out. Well, I guess it's not too hard to to find out if your wife rented an apartment somewhere. And he's just sitting there and she kind of... Steps back and yeah. everything doesn't. Uh, I know. I wanted. I really wanted to watch that scene play out. But next week. Well, you were saying. I mean, I don't know if you want to say I, that you are crazy shipping these things. I now. am kinda. I don't know. I mean, like maybe not what forever. Does that mean? I'm shipping sorry. is a relation. Oh come on, relationshiping. 
on a TV a show when you want two characters really to get new. together. Shipping. I don't know. Yeah, you don't ship know. Language is evolving. And then there's OTP, which is one Double true speak, pairing. What? <laughs> there's OTP, which is one true pairing, which is like when you know people, two people on a show are going to get together. They're yeah. the OTP, like Jack and Kate and stuff. Are like you that. saying that they're an OTP? No, they're not saying they're an OTP. I was just like okay. also going into more like TV so, language. But they're really OPP, other people's property. Other people's. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's old. Oh, that's <laughs> other people's property. Oh, yeah. yeah. But either way, like now, now that I said, like when I was watching the way that Paul was with Johnny, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, like I like Paul. I wasn't really, I didn't really have an opinion about him at first because remember, like at first we were like, did he hit her? Is that why yeah, she's yeah. like? Yeah, there was, I mean? there was some speculation about that. Speculation there. So anyway, like now that I now that I see, like he's kind of like he's not the worst. I was like, yeah, it could be fun. <gasps> Whatever. Well, I think Libby needs to be alone. Like I, I think. She's so alone. She's been to, alone for 10, 15 years. That's but, a fair but for point. her to get out of this whole cycle of lashing out at people or going back from being like trying to be liberated but then saying like really horrible sexist stuff and then she just needs to kind of find herself before she can be with any man. So I don't really want her to be with Paul. I just kind of want Libby to be alone. Libby needs a hobby. Does it help that Paul is the man oh, she that she. One. Unleashed all this stuff onto that maybe now Paul changes for the better and maybe it becomes a healthy relationship that they're very open about their feelings and Paul was Bill and now that he's had this thrown at him he becomes someone else Libby becomes I mean is there Libby's you becoming Joy it. she's Libby. becoming <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Edley you have to do it by yourself I think she has to do it by herself I think Paul would have to do it by himself and then if should they meet in the middle. I think that would be productive for both of them. I don't know. I don't how think many episodes? We don't have very many episodes left for them to go oh, find themselves. We've got about half a season. Yeah. Well, we have half a season. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they, they can plenty of time for these two crazy kids they to do, find themselves and get together. I mean, go to Australia <laughs> and figure it all out. We've then, already had a year since episode one. A year has passed. Yeah, that's true. The show. It's like boom, boom, boom. Well, let's talk about Bill being the assistant coach. He wants to be the assistant coach. And we've talked about this before. Bill, you know, for such like a kind of a a stuffy guy. He's got this thing about athleticism. He was a big into boxing and football, mm-hmm. and he wants so to be the coach. Weird. And it's he, from his dad. From his dad. Yeah. And he feels like you know he could. Uh, he'll be the coach of this team. And I guess he says it's because Johnny. But I still. I mean, I can't think of another reason why it would be other than Johnny. But it, it feels weird anyway that he's trying to connect with his son. But I guess that is what it's about. I don't. I and think he just does a piss poor job of it. I think it's about Johnny in the beginning, and I think also with it's just Bill wanting to have something to do outside of his work. Be- because maybe? I mean, what the, him asking about the coaching stemmed from him seeing um, Dan and uh, Virginia, Virginia yeah. at the beginning of the episode and talk about people slipping away. And I was just wondering. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I just don't see Johnny ever being the reason that Bill does anything. I know, but I can't think of another reason for it's him so to be the horrible coach. It's so what random. What we think of this man that we're <laughs> saying he wouldn't do anything for his for kid. His I think there, I, I think there is a part of him that wants to connect with Johnny. I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, think he knows how to do that because I don't. He's not. The most emotionally yeah. intelligent man in the world, but um, and maybe sports was like one way he's like, yeah, I know about this. That's stuff, what he, maybe we can bond over this. He's passionate about sports, so I could see him wanting to be a part of that. I could see him wanting to develop a relationship with Paul as well. So because outside of his relationship with Virginia, outside of his relationship with Libby, he doesn't really interact with anyone. Mm-mm. You know, no. so all all he has is his work and this like marriage that's falling apart. So I could see him wanting to to 
to have a distraction from those things. But, you know, the moment that Johnny goes out there, it's just not Johnny. And then he finds that it is more like Dennis. Well, Johnny, Dennis. Seemed, Johnny seemed to kind of like when, when, when Bill wasn't there. When Paul Josh, took over, yes. Here's the thing. From the minute this starts, you know it's going to be a disaster. And from the second it starts, it is a disaster. First, Johnny doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Because that doesn't seem like Johnny's thing. Also, it's to Bill's read. Thing. Yeah. And then, He's an like, indoor you, child. Yeah. like you said, the second Johnny becomes all about it, Bill isn't even there for mm-hmm. it. And, yeah, Bill, th- this was great. Because last week, uh, I know I wasn't here to talk about it, but that scene where Bill got really crazy and shook down uh, Dennis, Dennis made, him, made him piss his pants, mm-hmm. and said... Uh, and stole his football. Stole his football. He didn't steal it. He dropped it, and the boy ran, and he picked, and Bill picked it up. I know. I just thought it was funny about how off, how much the football was an issue. Right. Football. That kid, Dennis, wants <laughs> his like, football okay. back. And quite frankly, Dennis should get his football back. Yeah. But he... I like what he said to him last week. He's like, when a doctor makes it... Mm. Th- is that... I, I, that's a great... Bizarre threat. Yeah, oh yeah, that old <laughs> adage when a doctor yeah, threatens you. Oh yeah, you know I guess because there's there's no place you can go really. Like it, no one's going to take care of you. It's not like you can go to the doctor to heal your wounds. It's stupid. But, if I yeah. if I go to the doctor next time and get threatened, I know mm-hmm. that I got to take there's it seriously. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. Um, but um, what, how crazy was this? Also, I mean, like just little things were like when when they were in the game and Bill was there and he kept calling Dennis Dennis, but he kept calling Johnny thirty three. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's Which an really, that's really a interesting. Good catch. Yeah, and um, just like little, and then just to watch like Bill just completely get over it and just like act like it was no big deal was like so. Hmm. The thirty-three things into him because like he's dehumanizing his own son. Yeah, and it was a great little reveal that the quarterback who had been punished and wasn't supposed to be in the game and Bill's like get him in the game and it turns out to be Dennis and Mm -hmm. Bill immediately realizes this is going to be a problem because and I think this is why he did try a little extra hard with Dennis at the beginning because he knows he knows you can't go around shaking down little kids even if they are bullying your, but, I mean, your son. But he was saying the kind of stuff that Johnny's probably, he was like, you could play for Nebraska, just like, you know, all these like wonderfully fatherly kind That's of true. words yeah. of encouragement that he would never said to Johnny. I actually, when that scene started, I thought uh, Dennis was going to go out and blow it because Bill was there. I thought that was going to be like, there was going to be some psychological, but no, he goes out there and he, the kid is a yeah, star. I know. The kid could play for Nebraska. three years older than all the other boys on the team, I would just like to remind everyone because he has been held back. That's so true. He's too big for that team. He, um, that scene was so great because then Johnny gets in the game and immediately gets knocked down. Mm-hmm. But Bill's barely paying attention. He's all about Dennis, this like phenom kid. And then later, when what was so interesting is Johnny ended up having two tackles in the next mm-hmm. game, yeah. and Bill wasn't there to see it. And Johnny mentions him. I, yeah, he wasn't there either. When mm-hmm. Libby missed it, everyone missed it. Poor Johnny. Everyone's missing his triumph. It's like yeah. Hook. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it just in, in terms of... Run home, of, Jack. Run home, Jack. Run home, Jack. Just the love that... Um, a child is looking for from their from their parent, mm-hmm. and if there is anyone that comes in and fills that position, it's the same thing with Dennis. Dennis doesn't really have his mom's out; she's just out at yeah. nine o'clock at night, and he can just walk to this stranger's house. And that um, Bill is willing to fill that position for Dennis, even though he's not willing to fill the position for his own son. Well, it's interesting. Just his poor son's face, seeing that yeah. him talking to Dennis throughout this episode. Even, you know, it's mentioned uh, uh, later when 
Johnny's there with both his parents mm-hmm. at Dennis was there, and just poor Johnny's face about, oh, my father is accepting my accepting bully. my bully. Yeah, and but you know what's what stinks if Bill was any kind of normal father to Johnny or good father to Johnny, what he's doing with Dennis would actually be a good thing because here's a kid who is. Has no one. Mm-hmm. He clearly, his mother's never around. And he's kind of taking him in there and he's mm-hmm. kind of bonding with him. And if he was any kind of real parent to his own son, maybe he can get these two kids and also together be like, to be, be friends like, or something. Like, like forgiving, you know, this is a point coming from a place forgiveness. You know what I mean? There's no use holding these kind of. You're both teammates yeah. now. And let's. He would actually take the time and try to work it out yeah. between if them. He had that relationship. But yeah, we're with missing Johnny. that little link. And Johnny's never going to let that happen at this point because no. they never had no. the relationship before that. Johnny it's just needs to be kidnapped and taken yeah. to Neverland and raised by Captain Hook. And then he'll know. It's interesting, this idea That's season of kind four. Of, yeah, <laughs> season four. This kind of idea, this, like, kind of s- surrogate parenting, mm-hmm. because I was thinking about that with, um, in terms of Tessa and her grandmother, where it feels like Grandma was kind of trying to be a surrogate parent, but Tessa kind of it doesn't feel like she's as as she was receptive, receptive mm-hmm. of it as as it seems that um, D- Dennis and Johnny are of their res- uh, of their respective surrogate parents. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I love that Bill brought out that complete set of nineteen thirty three football cards yeah. he again. He could do that with Johnny. I mean, that's yeah. a game that he could do with that's, Johnny. That's exactly what it's because like. even if Johnny wasn't the biggest football fan or something, he could at least have him. Have him play that game with him, yeah. and maybe he'd be. It maybe maybe it could be fun, and maybe yeah. it'd be like, "Hey, watch what your old man could do." I it's hard though when they're past that point. When you're an indoor child, I'm an indoor or was an indoor child, indoor adult, and you're <laughs> the child of like my mother was like the head of the cheerleaders and homecoming queen mm-hmm. and student mm-hmm. body president. When you are the child to that, there you're just never really gonna. Get along, yeah. <laughs> not as much as you can because you just come from like two very different worlds, yeah. and they want you to behave a certain way, and they don't get that you just aren't. It's like introvert and extrovert. Yeah. I'm not going to behave yeah. that way. He should be trying to instead of putting. And although, like you said, it seems like Johnny kind of likes the football team now. Yeah, well, I think but, Paul has a way of getting in yeah. and, and talking to yeah. him. But you yeah. can't help but think that maybe Bill should have. I don't know, take his son to a museum or a movie or done mm-hmm. just done things or just with done him. What, what Libby had said, why don't you take him down to she said some type of the science museum or yeah. something, you know, he would be interested in that and he just ignored it and he's like, no football. But it's just really about how you maneuver with the child. I think Paul's way of, of getting Johnny to enjoy it is, is just a more gentle touch, which is what he needs and Bill's is just like muscling through. As, as, as per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yes. What did you guys think about Al and Isabella hitting on Bill and Virginia? That was, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about that next. That was really interesting. Um, is it, it transference? Perhaps it is. Uh, it does seem like they're two people who this is just what they have been doing mm-hmm. in their relationship. I think it was more so Al. That was something that he had been doing because he even kind of confessed to just want, being somebody who wants to conquer. Uh, people and also someone who is intoxicated by the newness that we were talking yes, about before. Yes, the newness. I think with Isabella, I think she just felt starved for 
the male attention. Yeah, yeah, she you know? definitely is seeking attention because mm-hmm. everything she's doing is so over the top. Yeah. the way she rips open her shirt <laughs> yeah. for Virginia, like you wouldn't want to, you know. Like, Babe, you just ripped off all your buttons. You know how long it takes to sew a button. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, she's got to walk shirt? out of there. Now. I know. Yeah. Um, but also <laughs> how she had um, basically with Bill, and Bill played that perfectly and mm-hmm. medically and he's not phased by yeah. any of this behavior but you know it, it struck me at first when Isabel was talking about being upset with Al she was like when she said and look the way he looks at you Virginia and the way with at first there was a moment where I wondered if all this infidelity was in her head because she talked so crazily about it mm-hmm. like as if every waitress is someone he could be sleeping with but no it, 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 it isn't it he is, is. Yeah. It is he infidelity. is sleeping with all of those people and it's yeah. not that she's frigid because she can reach orgasm in 54 seconds mm-hmm. it's that uh it's this emotional thing that they 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 are not connecting on anymore. Yeah. The idea that we we talked about, I think earlier, where he's still trying to find that woman on the big screen. He wants to be with that woman and not the real woman he has. Yeah. He just wants right the illusion. And he also, doesn't want the real thing. When, I mean, when when she when they were asking her what her first kind of things were, they were mm-hmm. like very. They were just kind of like surface level attractions. He was he had a nice which, smile. He was tall. Yeah, he had a good he body. said yeah. that he wanted her. Yeah, which. Uh, I totally, I mean, for just first impressions, yeah. that, that's not, like, not the worst the, yeah, thing in the world. It's no. not the worst yeah. thing in the world, but it, she didn't say anything about he was, so, you know... He made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because he probably didn't do anything. Al really doesn't on. seem like the the most, uh, yeah. you know, charming individual. He's only there because uh, he wants to bring her to a, see Gil the gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you, I thought it was interesting how that was laid out because you see with each session more and more how different these two people are and yeah. how blunt Al is about his reasons for not taking any of this seriously, mm-hmm. and it, they just want to be with different versions of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's another great example with the show of using the patience to really reflect what's going on with Bill yeah. in Virginia. We saw mm-hmm. it in episode two with the other famous clients they had with the uh, the Shah mm-hmm. of uh, Iran and everything. Mm-hmm. And now with uh, Al and Isabella. Yeah. yeah, they're gaining a lot of notoriety. Yeah, you know, I think Bill has this kind of idea that um, Virginia is maybe more invested than he thinks. So, or than he, more invested um, then she actually is. There we go. My, there you go. Yeah, freezing cut off. Well, I think we've covered just about everything. Yeah. So, do we want to do some predictions for next week? Sure. So and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Adrian, would you like to go first? <laughs> You're it, raising your hand. No, I'm just stretching. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you really you have no, something I was good. Like, yeah. No, I just wanted to crack my sternum. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I I guess with with Virginia and Dan, I think they'll continue their their dalliance. <laughs> I think uh, you're talking about words that should come back. Um, Molly coddling, dalliance, <laughs> malarkey, um, OTP shipping. It's crazy. Yeah. How, it's crazy how things evolve. There you go. I'm bringing back mo- Molly coddling. Molly, Molly coddling. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> Bill. We'll start to see the repercussions of him having a relationship with Dennis. I think Libby and Paul, though I don't really want to see this, might develop something romantically just from their their absence of their other spouses. And I really hope that Tessa finally 
is like set down with Betty. I, I hope I just want their relationship to build and mm-hmm. like for her to have that as or Betty as her role model. I so. just want more Betty. I mean, Always. I just want. I mean, she's only got one scene really in this episode. Yeah. But everything she's in is awesome. I know. Yeah, she kills it. Um, I am really interested now to see more of, like, the pheromone science kind of come to light. Now, mm. now that we kind of have, like, kind of tipped the iceberg a little bit there, I'm really excited to see what else comes up. Um, and the fact that, like, Lester's sweat is obviously, like, yeah. killing it. That's, I mean, look, it's just <laughs> the women don't even realize it's making their nipples hard. <laughs> it's funny because I wanted them to touch on, and I know they won't, just, like, how certain pheromones don't work for every single woman yeah. and how they work at different times all depending on like where the woman is in her cycle but you yeah. know that's that's us we'll like see. having you know more awareness right. in 2015 yeah. anyway also excited to see everything about these a- the animal stuff yeah. the gorillas yes. and the mobs my prediction for next week it's just an hour of hardcore gorilla yeah. sex that's what oh, I'm disgusting. thinking <laughs> that's what's going on but no I think it'll I think, be a bottle episode of just <laughs> exactly animals. just a whole episode at the zoo yeah. uh, and I think uh, Bill is very quickly going to find out just how far this relationship with Dan Logan has gone yeah. and it's going to produce a lot I think it's going to push him out off. of we are okay. <laughs> push uh, get him pushed out of that office yeah. as soon as he can. I think Bill's going to want Dan out. Yeah. Um, so, Adrian, you where can, can the people find, find me you? on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow, M-S-E-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian, on Instagram at Quinstagram, and you can search for me on Vine at the Quinn B. And you can find me on Twitter at the Real Will Link, and you can listen to my pop culture comedy podcast, Will Sean Podcast. Find it on iTunes. It's funny, you'll like it. Until then, next we'll see you all next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 